You are listening to a podcast from News Plus Radio. This is Entertainment Weekly. Showbiz. There are eight great films. Gossip. That we haven't seen yet. And trends. All in Entertainment Weekly. Welcome, everybody. It is Sunday, the 24th day of August 2014. I'm Chris Levitt, and you're listening to Entertainment Weekly. If you're looking to catch up on what's new in showbiz with a weekly digest of only the biggest stories from the world of entertainment, then this is the show to listen to every Sunday, where I'll be breaking it all down for you. On this episode of Entertainment Weekly from Film, the next installment of Sin City is ready to hit the big screens worldwide. How to Train Your Dragons 2 has soared at the Chinese box office, and Chinese cinemas are testing on-screen text messaging during movies. From television, Game of Thrones and Sherlock triumphed at the Emmy Awards. Doctor Who landed in Mexico City during its world tour to promote the show's new season. And Keanu Reeves is set to star in a TV action drama called Rain. From music, U2 is still on track to release their new album this year. And from the world of celebrities, there are lots of celebrities who are apologizing for various things. So, all this and much more coming up on today's show... Stay with us. You're listening to Entertainment Weekly on CRI's News Plus Radio. First up, from film, based on the comic series of Frank Miller, Sin City is a 2005 award-winning neo-noir action thriller. After the commercial success of the first volume, now the second installment of the film is ready to hit the big screens worldwide. Shang Suchi has the details. This run Hollywood sweetheart Jessica Alba is back for the upcoming action thriller Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. As the sequel to the 2005 namesake film, the follow-up movie stars returning cast members including Jessica Alba, Bruce Willis and Rosario Dawson. Newcomers include Josh Brolin, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Eva Green. In this new installment, Nancy, who is played by Alba, is driven insane by grief and rage and is determined to get revenge. Looks like trouble. Looks like Christmas. As a mother of two, the 33-year-old actress says she was fearless when reprising her role as an exotic dancer. I mean, I really went for it. I, you know, I live a pretty kind of, like, restrained life in my day-to-day. And, you know, I have uh, kids and responsibilities and my company. So when I got to really go for it on this and really channel the dark side, I, I did. Rosario Dawson, who reprises her role as femme fatale girl, relishes the opportunity to reunite with Elba. You know, when we get to see how all the years have come by and how we've grown as women and businesswomen and doing different things and being able to support each other, not even just with acting, but everything else. I like belying sort of the stereotype or the stigma of a woman in Hollywood and what she's supposed to be expecting for her future. And it's like, we're not... We're making that up. We're being creative about it. We're doing it Robert Rodriguez styles. We're doing it all. Playing one of the major protagonists, John Hartigan, actor Bruce Willis promises there will be better action, higher stakes, and some seriously badass women for this time around. I only worked a little bit with uh, Jessica Alba in this. Not that many actors, but they have some new cast members back. They uh, turned up the stakes. They turned up the action, and uh, it's a really great cast. It's a really really great story and Sin City is 
crazy, crazy idea, and I can't wait to see this film. Co-directors Robert Rodriguez and Frank Miller also return for the 3D adaptation. Sin City: A Dame to Kill For opens in the U.S. and U.K. theaters on August 22nd. Thank you, Song Sichi. Now, How to Train Your Dragon 2 has soared to the top of the Chinese box office over its four-day mainland opening. I bet you think you know a lot about dragons. Let me show you some of what you don't know. Knocking kung fu romance drama "White Haired Witch of Lunar Kingdom" off its perch, Dragon 2 took off with over 26 million U.S. dollars. "White Haired Witch" fell to fifth place over the weekend, just a week after topping the domestic box office. Still, the Fan Bingbing-led film has so far earned over 61 million dollars. Canadian action flick "Brick Mansions" continues to clutch second place in its third week. The action flick, which is also late American actor Paul Walker's last movie, has so far earned about 28 million dollars at the Chinese box. Office historical disaster drama Pompeii, which opened last Friday, took third, while domestic title Brotherhood of Blades took fourth, earning a total of just over twelve million dollars since its opening on August seventh. Now, French director Luc Besson's new film Lucy showcases Taipei as the home of its heroine Lucy, an American student in Taiwan. He praised Taipei as one of the world's most photogenic cities. Song Sichi once again. All this knowledge. And unlock secrets that go beyond our universe. Not one to shy away from explosive car chases, mind-bending space operas, whimsical tales, or animated adventures, Luke Besson hasn't combined the genres as much as he'd wished to in the past. However, with the new science fiction action thriller Lucy, he gets to satisfy his more mature self. Besson said, "I'm not 12 anymore. At 12, I can eat whatever. I don't. I don't care. But." Now I want to see some action, some fun, some feelings, some content, some philosophical content, and I don't even know if it was possible to mix all this in once. What happened? What did you do to my stomach? What's going on? You've nearly slipped a new package into your lower tummy. And you're going to transport something very special to us. The film follows Lucy, an American student in Taiwan, who gets turned into a drug mule by a Korean gang. When one of the packages is broken inside her, the drug that enters her bloodstream enhances her brain's abilities to heights unknown to man. She soon discovers she's in a race against time before the drug turns her into something beyond comprehension. Luke Besson has written the script more than a decade ago. Besides being busy producing numerous other films, he also insists it was a matter of waiting for the right time to put it all together. Besson joked about the lengthy gestation period. Because I'm not using 10% of my brain, I'm using much less. So I was very slow on the process. And、uh, no, I want to have a, a, a real base of scientific bases.、Uh, things in the film are, are fake and wrong, but most of them are real. And、uh, I want to be sure to control that very well before to to start to make a, a fun film in it. You know, because I don't want to do a documentary about the brain. 
Yes? Professor Norman, my name's Lucy. I just read all your research on the human brain. It's a little rudimentary, but you're on the right track. The heroine is played by American actress Scarlett Johansson. Although the director didn't have her in mind when writing the character, he says it's important to get someone who's willing to stretch themselves. It's、uh, always a bad idea to write for someone because when you write for someone, you're gonna write what she's able to do.、Uh, when you write for someone, you don't know who. Then the actress read the part and say, "God, how I'm gonna play that? Because it's not me, you know." And then the work start, and which I like. The production filmed on location in Taipei, Taiwan, before moving to Paris. Taipei is a place Besson had loved since first seeing it in 1994 on a promotional tour. He loved the experience of shooting there. Taipei was a was a great moment of the shooting. The people are so gentle. And I have a wonderful moment. It was a, a pleasure to shoot over there. The movie also stars Morgan Freeman. Lucy is out in the UK cinemas on August twenty-second. You can sure that mankind is ready for it. It's like all things that make me human are fading away. Thank you again, Suchi. Now, cinemas in China are now experimenting with bullet screens, where audiences can send text messages commenting on the film that are projected directly onto the screen during the movie. According to the Hollywood Reporter, the social media experience in theaters is set to become institutionalized during screenings for certain films to appeal to younger viewers who can't stop checking mobile devices during their viewing. Earlier this month, the Luxing Cinema at in Shandong Province tried this system during a screening for domestic 3D animated feature, The Legend of Chi. The theater's manager says that viewers liked it because it's a new thing, but it might affect people's concentration on films in the long run. The response by netizens to bullet screens in theaters has been mixed. Now, a Chinese mainland thriller Inside the Girls tells a story that took place in a girls' dormitory at a medical college in 1930. This movie is scheduled to hit the big screen next month. In an exclusive interview with our reporter, three leading actresses in the film elaborate their first ever experience to perform in a thriller film. Xu Fei has more. Hello， 脉动中国的听众朋友们，大家好，我是温馨，欢迎您关注我们的电影《女生宿舍》。九月十二号，我们在电影院不见不散哦。Will you go to the cinema for mainland suspense thriller like Inside the Girls? Inside the Girls is a story on two girls who moved into an old haunted dormitory and thereafter they began getting involved in mysterious death of their roomies. Chinese singer-actress Wen Xin played Xia Mengqian, one of the main characters. Ah,、uh, 导演对我们的要求是非常高，然后。The director has high demand for my performance. Every segment is a torture for me. In this film, nearly all my parts are portraying various types of emotions. This demands a strict accuracy in my portrayal. The director would demand each of my scenes to be repeated at least twenty times until he is satisfied. Acting in a suspense thriller film is often a challenging task for an actress because. They have to present certain psychological traits. Another leading actress from Inside the Girls, Zhao Duona, told us that after she decided to accept the role, she watched many suspense thrillers which she never watched before. Zhao Duona also reveals in the exclusive interview what she thinks of the role she plays. Zhao Duona is a 
I act Fang Huiru, a quiet girl. Wang Ziqiao, Xia Mengqian, and I share a dormitory. Because of Fang's quietness, I have to dedicate more to exhibiting Fang's emotions and inner world via my performance. Fang is a complicated character, so it's a big challenge for me. Another leading actress, Zhao Meitong, is opposite in temperament with her other two peers in real life, and she calls herself a brave person. But in the movie, she plays a timid girl. I portray a character opposite to my real personality. I'm brave in real life, but in the film, I acted a timid, superstitious girl who knows a little about fortune telling methods. I use words like lovely and quick-witted to describe her, and she also has a strong sense of justice. Unlike other thriller films produced on the Chinese mainland, the movie Inside the Girls hires relatively unknown actors rather than familiar faces. But those behind the films are heavyweights, including Golden Horse Award winner, costume and makeup artist Chen Tongxun, and the famous producer turned director Liang Ting. Inside the Girls will hit big screens around China starting from September 12. Thank you, Xu Fei. Now, South Korean heartthrob Kim Woo Bin has promoted his debut movie, Friend: The Great Legacy, in Hong Kong. Hey, Hundreds of fans were packed in a small space to welcome the actor. The movie is a sequel to the 2001 South Korean box office hit called Friend. Kim plays the role of Sung Hoon, a gangster who was put in prison and hooks up with his fellow inmate. Kim says that it was difficult to find something common between his personality and that of his character. <laughs> 저는 이 작품을 준비할 때 The most similar thing I have with my character in the film is my appearance. The character is very different. He has suffered a lot and is more rough. Each time I assume a role, I try to find similarities with the character, but this time it's more difficult. Kim came into the spotlight as a runaway model in 2009. The 25-year-old became one of the most sought-after actors in South Korea after he starred in the hugely popular TV drama The Heirs last year. The film Friends: The Great Legacy is set to be released in theaters in Hong Kong on Thursday. Now moving on. <laughs> Some 1,300 fans of Japanese classic cartoon figure Doraemon have gathered in Chengdu and formed the world's largest Doraemon, doing so within two minutes. Participants said they were excited for having the chance to play this game. I practiced the whole afternoon yesterday. It's quite memorable to work with so many people to form such a thing. I'm excited. I've been excited for many days. I sent a message on my way here that I would be here the day they were moved here. Draymond is so cute. 
The event marked the start of Doraemon Month in Chengdu. There were more than 100 sculptures of Doraemon holding the different magic instruments and wearing different facial expressions. Visitors can see the figures of Doraemon for free. They can also go sit in time travel machines and get through the "You Can Go Anywhere" door. So go check it out if. You're in Chengdu now. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie have started shooting a new movie together. It's called By the Sea, and filming is happening at the Malta's second-largest island, Gozo. A beach in Gozo has been closed to the public for the summer and will remain off limits until filming wraps up in November. The local government is also labeling the movie as a blockbuster and says the filming is expected to pour millions into the economy. Jolie is both the director and writer of this film, though the plot remains a secret. This will be the couple's first film together since Mr. and Mrs. Smith in 2005, and what a success that was! Now, Dwayne the Rock Johnson has put an end to the rumors and has confirmed his participation in an upcoming movie from DC Comics. Speaking on Monday as he promoted Hercules in Mexico, the star hinted he would take on the role of Black Adam, the enemy of superhero Shazam. I am.、Uh, I'm playing a DC character, so right now, that so it is the story of Shazam, but I just can't clarify right now、uh, whether it's Shazam or Black Adam. I've been we we have been developing this for some time, and I'm very excited about it. He added that Black Adam is one of two comic book characters that fascinated him as a kid. Johnson hasn't specified whether his character will appear in the 2016 Batman vs Superman movie or be featured in an individual Shazam film. Despite not having hit the big screens before, Shazam is one of the best loved heroes of the DC comic book catalog. Now let's shift gears to the world of television. Doctor Who is a BBC science fiction series where the Doctor travels in the TARDIS, a time machine shaped like an old-fashioned British telephone booth. Last Sunday, the TARDIS landed in the Mexico City as part of the world tour to promote the new season and the new Doctor. Yao Yongmei has more. New Doctor Who stars Peter Capaldi and Jenna Coleman met their fans in Mexico City. Giving them a glimpse of the new season's first episode, they have been on a world tour of seven cities across five continents to promote the new season, which premieres the Saturday on BBC America. Capaldi says it's a fantastic experience to see the public reaction in a Latin American country. I was watching you guys. It was so fantastic because we could see the screen. And we could hear your screams and your applause, and we were so happy that you liked the work that we had done. The series writer-producer Stephen Moffat says he's not worried that 56-year-old Capaldi won't be appealing to young fans. Is that why Santa Claus never worked as an old man and kids didn't like him? No, not remotely. Look, I hate to tell you this, but to kids, Matt Smith was ancient, right? I mean, we're all ancient to them, so not remotely now. Although the doctor has changed, his companion has not. As Jenna Coleman returns as Clara Oswald, Capaldi says Oswald is quite a key figure in the show. And I think Clara is really the only person that can、uh, tell the Doctor what to do,、um, and he's very bonded to her, has a very, very deep affection for her.、Uh, so although she drives him crazy sometimes, he he can't stop、uh, inviting her to travel with him. During the event, Capaldi and Coleman came out of the tardis and joked with their fans. I'm the Doctor. I've lived for over two thousand years. I've made many mistakes. It's about time that I did something about that. How are we going? Into darkness. 
The show has remained popular over the years because of its flexibility, as the doctor is capable to regenerate into new bodies and transport to any point in space or time. Thank you, Yao Yongmei. Now HBO was the big winner at the Creative Arts Emmy Awards held in Los Angeles this past weekend. Everyone is mine to torment. There's a beast in every man, and it stirs when you put a sword in his hand. The network came away with 15 awards, including four for its hit fantasy drama Game of Thrones. NBC secured 10 awards, followed by PBS, Fox, and Netflix. The BBC's Sherlock triumphed in four categories, including the Outstanding Cinematography for a Miniseries or Movie Award for season three finale, His Last Vow. Meanwhile, Uzu Aduba from Orange Is the New Black has won the Emmy for Best Guest Actress in a Comedy Series for her phenomenal performance in Suzanne's Crazy Eyes Warren. This morning, I just felt really good. You know, it was like Pharrell's Happy came on. <laughs> you know, that always puts you in a great place. The Creative Arts Emmys are commonly awarded to the behind-the-scenes personnel. Emmy awards for acting, writing, and directing will be given at a ceremony airing this weekend. Now to the world of music. You too. The British band is on track to release a new album this year. A spokesperson for the band has dismissed rumors about a delay until next year. U2's last album was 2009's No Line on the Horizon, and included singles "Get on Your Boots" and "Magnificent." Since the release of their last record, the band has worked with producers including Will I Am, Paul Epworth, Ryan Tedder, and David Guetta. The album is expected to be released in September. Now to the world of celebrities. Action superstar Jackie Chan has apologized via microblog for his son's drug use. Chan says he is ashamed and saddened at the actions of his celebrity son, JC. The younger Chan, who's 31 years old, and Taiwan actor Kai Ko, who's 23, were detained last Thursday. Police say both actors tested positive for marijuana and admitted using the drug, and that 100 grams of the narcotic were taken from JC's home. The elder Chan wrote in the statement that his son should face the consequences of his use of narcotics, but that they would face them together. He added that as JC's father, he was also at fault. JC Chan is accused of aiding and abetting other drug users, an offense that carries a maximum sentence of three years in prison. In China, Ko is accused of using drugs—a less serious accusation. Now, Taiwan actor Eddie Peng says actor Kai Ko deserves a second chance after being arrested on drug charges. Peng made the remark during an interview in Hong Kong on the set of director Dante Lam's new cycling film *To the Four*. As a friend, I hope he can overcome this difficulty. The most important thing is that we give him strength and one more chance. To the Four features cycling as a platform to explore relationships between youngsters. The movie is slated for release in summer of next year. Now, South Korean actress Song Hye Kyo has publicly apologized for committing tax evasion. In a news statement, Song says she deeply regrets mishandling her tax affairs due to ignorance, and that she takes full responsibility for all tax evasion charges. According to the Korean Herald, the country's tax authorities notified the actress that she had declared 5.4 million dollars U.S. dollars of her general income from 2009 to 2012 as tax deductible without providing relevant expense documents. Now, many public figures from IT, showbiz, and sports have joined the Ice Bucket Challenge to raise funds for ALS research. Celebrities taking on the challenge include Bill Gates, Tim Cook, Mark Zuckerberg, as well as Justin Timberlake, Jimmy Fallon, and Robert Downey Jr. Bob Iger, I hereby accept your ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. <laughs> 
and hereby nominate the following. Troubled musician Justin Bieber even challenged U.S. President Barack Obama. It's also coming to China with actress Ye Xuan, singer J.J. Lin, and director Ning Hao taking part. The challenge involves people getting covered with buckets of ice water on video, posting those videos on social media, and then nominating others to do the same. Those who refuse to take the challenge are asked to make a donation to the ALS charity, which initiated the game. And many of those who've taken the challenge donated as well. The ALS charity has received donations of over 10 million U.S. dollars since the game started over two weeks ago. And what a good cause it is! That actually brings me to the end of this edition of Entertainment Weekly. But be sure to tune in next week for more fun facts and gab right here on CRI's News Plus Radio. Take care, everyone. See you all next week. Thanks for downloading this edition of the program. To find out more, please go to our website. NewsPlusRadio.cn. We hope you enjoy it.